the album King Knight because it's its 10th anniversary and because my main feature album by Pop Smoke is so bad. You're with Julian on the brown note and uh, movie review time, the first of two reasonably new releases. And this one fits into a mould of films that I have a bit of a desire for, which aren't isn't very uh, uh, impressive, which is the fact of LA guns and crime movies, which I'm absolutely besotted with. Um, I'd pretty much put anyone in a corrupt cop film in LA in a car uh, if they're police or if they're criminals, and I'll watch it, and I've seen them all. I think the uh, the pinnacles of the Cops in Cars films, uh, Colours would be the embodiment of uh, probably coining the entire genre, as well as the genre of the uh, crack films that came out at the start of the 90s. And recently, End of Watch, which might be David Ayer, actually. Oh, that's the other guy. Um but the best of all was Training Day, and that was written by the director of this one, David Ayer, who's got a really good um, writing filmography. He did uh, U571, the submarine film, which I only just saw and thought was fantastic. And he also wrote Training Day, which is the apex of the L.A. Cops and Guns films. Uh, it's rare that you're going to get two Oscar-nominated performances in the two lead roles. And he, he wrote Fast and Furious. SWAT was terrible. Um, and then he went on to directing films, as many writers do. He did Harsh Times, which definitely is worth a look because it's an insane film and it features Christian Bale trying to be like this urban Latino guy. It's really odd and it's kind of good. Um, Street Kings was very much a low-rent version of Training Day, but I have got a lot of time for it. It's only sort of like the last quarter of the film where things really go bad but Keanu's really good in it and it's pretty grim as well he did direct End of Watch that's a that's probably his best film so far uh featuring uh Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Pena and that was absolutely superb a cinema verisay kind of film where they roam around in their car uh filming people on uh little cameras which was a stupid gimmick, but the film itself and the chemistry between the leads was magnificent. And Sabotage, another film that I've got a lot of time for. Really grimy Arnold Schwarzenegger film. And I thought it had a brilliant Agatha Christie-style story. Got absolutely destroyed by critics. Um, but I've got a lot of time for it. And then he did Fury, which was kind of like Saving Private Ryan in Tanks. I probably even preferred it to Saving Private Ryan, which I've given a lot of stick on this show for. I don't rate it as a film, but it was a misfire. It had a great performance by Shia LaBeouf, who's in this film, and Brad Pitt. Uh, and that's probably, they're prob that's probably his golden run. Suicide Squad was an unusually big film for him. And let's face it, you're not going to blame anyone for a failing in a DC film because they've all been terrible, no matter who's had a go, apart from Wonder Woman. I never saw Bright. That got trashed as well. I think that was a Netflix film. Uh, Will Smith, perhaps. Excuse me. That'll be on the video. Uh, but he's come back with Tax Collector this year, um, and it's got some terrible reviews. It became famous for Shia LaBeouf getting a huge chest tattoo in real life, just for the role. Now... That chest tattoo appears in the film for, a, I think, a couple of seconds. Why he did that, I don't know, but this is Shia LaBeouf. So it's got terrible reviews. It is 
like I have a baseline of cops in LA films and this is a baseline for me it's just just sort of like the elements that are involved with absolutely nothing added on top it's George Lopez and Shia LaBeouf who are uh, George Lopez's character is the son of uh, a massive Mexican drug crime lord who's in jail and who dictates what he and Shia LaBeouf do which is um, they're both tax collectors so they go around to all of the different criminal enterprises in LA who are part of the sort of Latino crime area and David Ayer does seem to be unable to show a Latino on film that isn't involved in crime okay you get the family members here a bit but they're actually family members of arch criminals and they basically go in and, and tax the local criminals. You make 100 grand, you give us 20 grand. And they're supposed to be these really scary, badass dudes, which they kind of are. I wouldn't say I was completely sold on that, but reasonably enough. A little bit cringy at times. Um, so they go around and obviously something goes wrong. Uh, a new criminal comes into town and basically tries to take things over. It's a very, very minimal plot, uh, and it doesn't really deviate far from that. Basically, they're doing their tax collector thing. They turn up at someone's business. The guy goes, get stuff. This is my new god, not you. And things go to pot very, very quickly as the new guy basically tells them, either you join with us or you die. And he's not joking. He immediately goes after George Lopez and his family and everyone connected with him very very quickly and that's a plus point for the film it doesn't really waste too much time um it's got no more plot than that so is it as bad as worst film of the year no way it's nowhere near as bad as that like i said it's a baseline it just gives you the elements of these la cop gang films without really bringing anything at all to the table to add on to that so Shia LaBeouf is reasonably good in the role. I I got really annoyed that they set him up as this incredibly disturbing character who can torture and kill and puts the fear of God into people. And they wind him up, but they don't let him go. He doesn't end up doing anything in the film, which I thought was a real waste, particularly with the denouement. It was screaming out to have his character in the last third of the film, and they don't use it, which is a shame. Uh, George Lopez is reasonable, the acting in this would be probably uh, in the minus column. Uh, some of it's a bit hokey. Sorry, not George Lopez. I keep saying George Lopez because the main actor, Bobby Soto, is someone known. He doesn't even have a Wikipedia entry. He's the main guy with Shia LaBeouf. George Lopez is like this multi-decade Latino comedian who's, um, you know, he's like this king of this particular genre of Latino comedy. And he shows up as the uncle of Bobby Soto, who's just, you know, he's connected with the bad guy in prison. Um, in the plus column, it's got, it's very grimy. It's got some really brutal violence. I mean, human sacrifice. So the new guy comes to town to take over. He's extremely evil. Uh, and he ends up being someone that engages in literally in human sacrifice as uh, before he goes out on his kill missions. It's got lots of good shoot-ups, actually. Some uh, some good shoot-em-ups. The violence is well handled. Uh, some of the characters are particularly scary. And I thought 
you know, in the plus column, the last third was reasonably good. There was some good, good tense shootouts, and um, the character of Bobby Soto, who I called George Lopez throughout the opening, um, he gets put through the ringer. Some really nasty stuff happens to him, and he's pretty much left without anywhere to go. Some of it is cringeable, though. Um, he forms a bond with the black gangsters. So we've got the black gangsters, the Latino gangsters, David Ayer really sees the world through a limited prism. Um, he goes to them for help, and they're like, we got you. And you're like, really? <laughs> Why? I, it, I, yeah, it's a bit cringe. They could have... Um, there's no writing going on here, which is a bit odd for a guy that came to making films on the back of writing pretty decent stuff. U571 was really well written. Um, and there's no writing in this film. I don't understand why he didn't add a little bit more. I get the impression that maybe the budget was pretty low for this. It looks good, but there aren't really a great number of environments, uh, and the cast is, is pretty limited. There's no... A lot of the people in it have probably not been in many English-language films before, but that said, they're not terrible. They're just sort of perfunctory holding pattern characters uh, the wife was reasonably good. She was very pretty and nice, um, so she was um, she was quite a good character. But no one really stands out apart from the uh, Bobby Soto. is 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 mostly good, uh, a little bit clunky at times. And Shia LaBeouf is he's reasonably good, a little bit cringe, but they just could have used his character so much more. Particularly as he is by far the most famous actor in it. I did like the villain. The villain was nasty, really, really nasty. And he has a female henchman who is equally nasty and they do some pretty horrific things. And they were very convincingly horrible. Um, so I don't think it's a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes film for me. I think if you like the LA Guns and Cops films, like I said, it doesn't bring anything on top of that. Street Kings, I thought, for the first two thirds, had an interesting story had some big names, Keanu, uh, Chris Evans, Forrest Whitaker, had some like some pretty big talent in it, and it had um, obviously had a much bigger budget because it had a bit more widescreen stuff going on. This is erring towards being a budget film, um, but it doesn't look like a budget film. It's just got a lot less going on. So I think it's worth watching if, like me, you think Training Day is a masterpiece, which I do, or End of Watch, uh, the other David Ayer actually directed film, or if you really like Street Kings, I guess if Street Kings was half as good as Training Day, this is erring on being maybe half as good as Street Kings, which is not a massive acclaim, really. Um, it's fairly decent for a one-two, but I'm going to give... Um, what's it called? I can't even remember. The Tax Collector. I'm going to give Tax Collector a baseline 5 out of 10, Really only watch it if you like those movies. Otherwise, you're going to think it's a bit hokey and very limited and pretty amateurish. And what David Ayer's doing, I don't really know. Um, it's got a whopping 600000 at the box office off a $30 million budget. Unfortunately, that's down to our current COVID release pattern. Um, he would have been better off probably making this kind of film for Netflix going forward. Um, it's not going to make any money in the cinema ever, especially not without any people like Keanu or, you know, the training day cast 
without those, people aren't really going to go and see a grimy, low-rent thriller like this. So Tax Collector, I'll give a 5 out of 10. Um, definitely worth a once-through if you thought that Training Day was a masterpiece. Um, if you thought Training Day was a bit hokey, then I wouldn't bother at all. Tax Collector, 5 out of 10. Uh, this is from Tangerine Dream, and the reason I'm playing them is I tried to last week because I reviewed 